What's going on, family? It's your man, GB. Happy Thursday to you, and welcome to the Faction Quick Hits. Yeah, oh my gosh, these times are absolutely crazy, but I am grateful that we have this platform and the wonderful world of pro wrestling to dialogue about. So I want to say a big thank you to everybody who continues to support all things connected to the faction. Hope you guys enjoyed our show yesterday. I had the guys with me for our weekly roundup as we spent some time talking about WrestleMania, the impact of the coronavirus on pro wrestling and more. So if you missed it or any of our previous episodes, all you have to do is go back and check out our archives, which are available right here, wherever it is that you get our podcast. Also want to remind you that you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Faction Show. So there's a lot to get into with today's quick hits, and I do mean a lot. Let's start with WrestleMania. So, there's been a lot of controversy this week about WrestleMania, uh, whether or not it would happen, and we found out earlier this week that WrestleMania will happen. It'll happen not at the Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, but instead at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando. We've had a lot of discussion about whether or not it should happen. Well, yesterday got even more interesting last night specifically as we found out that now wrestlemania will not just be a one-day event but it will be a two-day event saturday and sunday april 4th and 5th wrestlemania the showcase of the immortals will take place over this two-day period in orlando florida at the wwe performance center with of all people rob gronkowski the former member of the new england patriots to serve as the guest host okay so this is either brilliant or highly delusional now you guys have heard us here on the faction we were among the first to suggest over a year ago that wrestlemania moved to a two-day format and when earlier this year wrestle kingdom moved to a two-day format we said that wrestlemania would be soon to follow but we thought this wrestlemania would be too soon after all tickets have already been sold etc etc well this certainly seems like a bit of a last minute decision because if you watched nxt last night you saw that they're still promoting only for april the 5th and not april the 4th and 5th I have a lot of thoughts on this, and the most paramount of those thoughts is Vince McMahon is completely in his own world with what he's doing with WrestleMania. He is continuing to move on like there is no global pandemic, like we don't have a situation involving uh, a highly contagious disease, like, so be it. All right. So, uh, I'm torn. I'm going to tell you why I'm torn. Um, last night is the reason why I'm torn, and I'm going to get into that in a second. I will just simply say this. I think the WWE has to be super, super careful when it comes to WrestleMania. Here's why. There are a lot of things that are starting to line up that make this look like the perfect storm. The idea that the cases of coronavirus are increasing by the hour here in the United States. Um, the idea that there are several folks at WWE who could easily be considered at risk, whether you're looking at Jerry Lawler, or you're looking at a Goldberg, or even a Roman Reigns who has dealt with leukemia, you've got some real things that you need to protect and look out for. 
And I hear that one of the reasons that Vince McMahon has gone so hard to see that WrestleMania happens is he's not sure when this global pandemic will end and therefore not sure when WrestleMania could actually happen if it doesn't happen on this particular weekend. Um, I just think it runs the gamut of being irresponsible. Now, again, well, let me just jump into it, okay? And and I'll come back to the WrestleMania. Let's do that. So last night, we got to see the Wednesday Night War, and this was going to be very interesting to see just how NXT and AEW Dynamite would approach their shows. After all, we've had two shows with empty arenas, Raw and SmackDown, and they've had marginal success, to say the least. Uh, what would NXT do? Certainly on the WWE's website, they had continued to promote uh, a ladder match that was supposed to happen for entry into the six-woman number one contenders match at NXT TakeOver Tampa Bay. There was also talk that there'd be a celebration for Adam Cole and uh, his special marker as the new longest reigning NXT champion. Well, if you watched NXT, and let me just preface what I'm about to say right now by the fact that you're about to hear spoilers. So if you've not watched AEW Dynamite or you've not watched NXT and you don't want spoilers, you might want to press pause right now and come back to it after you've watched. Okay, so if you're listening, that means you already watched or spoilers don't bother you. So NXT last night chose to not do what was seemingly on the website. Instead, they went a seemingly more responsible route and they decided to tell stories. And they spent time talking about the history of Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. They talked about the entrance or the re-entrance of Finn Balor. They talked all about some great, great things uh, that really would help keep us going now that we know for sure that NXT TakeOver Tampa Bay is not happening. There was no live wrestling on NXT show last night. And I got to tell you, even though there wasn't anything quote-unquote new that we learned, no new action, the way that they handled it, I thought was incredibly responsible, and I enjoyed NXT last night. So if you haven't had a chance to do it, check it out. It talked about Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair, and again, it did one of the things that I think NXT and WWE do very well, tell a story, and they gave a lot of great backstory. It felt really, really good. The flip side was AEW. We all wondered what would AEW do. After all, they didn't have the performance center or a place to be able to just, you know, randomly go and have a show in light of all that's happened. Um, what they did was they went to the Daily Place, the amphitheater there in Jacksonville, where, of course, uh, the first Dynamite of 2020 happened, as well as um, their pay-per-view fight for the Fallen, which was a free pay-per-view. So what would they do? How would they handle this? Let me just say right now that AEW last night made me question a lot of things. Yes, they made me question a lot. They made me question some of the things that I've said on this very podcast about what should happen with pro wrestling during the coronavirus scare. Here's the reality of it. AEW put on an amazing show last night. Like 
it had me questioning everything. I've been very vocal that I think that uh, perhaps pro wrestling should either go dark or pro wrestling should just tell stories and not put people in harm's way. Instead, they did some things that really were amazing. They brought us amazing wrestling, uh, great commentary. And so I want to share with you why I felt last night's AEW Dynamite show was absolutely brilliant. Let's start with this. It's the third time that they've been in the amphitheater, and the amphitheater is a bit of a weird place the way it's built up for pro wrestling. They did something very smart. There were very few shots of an empty arena. The hard camera shot was focused on the staging. And listen, what you see becomes very important. So the production aspect of the hard camera being primarily on the stage gave it the feel that it was still very much a normal AEW dynamite. Brilliant move. Brilliant move number two. They actually had wrestlers in the audience. And there were enough wrestlers making enough noise that would take away the awkwardness of an empty arena. Why WWE did not think of that is beyond me. I'll say this, I genuinely think that there were people in AEW watching SmackDown and watching Raw figuring out how do we make this different than that. That was number two. Number three the language that was used. AEW did not assume that there would be a show next week because quite frankly, things keep changing with this coronavirus and all that we're being told to do. And so understanding that there's the possibility that there may not be a show next week, they just build it as the next time we're on Dynamite. Those small things make a world of different and number four they gave us great action they didn't they were and this is what's brilliant about this obviously they don't have enough b-roll or as much b-roll as the wwe or nxt would have and so what they said was we're gonna do what we've always done give you amazing action and when the in-ring product is amazing and you have enough people filling up the back noise then all of a sudden it feels like wrestling and it felt like wrestling last night it was one of the most amazing things i've seen and they gave us things to work with we found out the leader of the dark order and it's the former luke harper now known as brody lee a brilliant move an amazing move a great swerve for all who thought that perhaps the leader of the dark order would be matt hardy so now with matt hardy not in that role Will Matt Hardy show up in AEW? What will Matt Hardy do? Well, what a way to find out. As at the end of the show, where it seemed as though the inner circle had the advantage, all of a sudden Vanguard 1 shows up, and then Matt Hardy is in the place that we've not seen before. We've not seen anyone in the audience except for Matt Hardy all the way in the bleachers. AEW, once again, took lemons and made Beyonce style lemonade. I am impressed with what they have done. Now, let me just say this. I feel like both AEW and NXT both put on 
very good shows last night. They both approached the shows differently, but all of the shows I felt like were responsible and accomplished the intent. The whole intent of it all was to entertain us, was to get our minds off of coronavirus, etc., etc. And for two hours, we didn't feel the gloom and doom surrounding the world. For two hours, we weren't reminded of how quarantined we were, but instead we were reminded of why we love pro wrestling. So SmackDown, Raw, You have your work cut out for you. You always had your work cut out for you in comparison to what's happening on Wednesday nights. But now all of this makes me look at the potential for WrestleMania a little differently. Let me just say this. I would feel really good if AEW was putting on WrestleMania. But here's even the wisdom of that. AEW next week is scheduled to do Blood and Guts. But they pretty much know there may not be a show next week, so we're going to wait until a time where we're certain we can do it, and we will. I just saw great care. I saw great concern. I saw great wisdom. Yes, the guys were in close contact. They were not experiencing social distancing last night. So that was a thing. But here's the other piece of it. When you give us great wrestling, we forget about everything else. And the fact that on both SmackDown and Raw, we probably had a total of three matches live in a space of five hours of programming, that's a problem. And so it's very clear to me that WWE did not know how to handle uh, a an empty arena scenario. They should have had wrestlers sparsed throughout that space and they should have allowed us to see it these i think are rookie mistakes i expected aew to make the mistakes that wwe are making but they're not it's flipped so this is very interesting to watch so what's my thought on wrestlemania getting back to that well aew proved last night that you can put on an amazing show with a somewhat semi-empty arena But I don't think we're dealing with AEW here. We're dealing with WWE and we're dealing with some very different factors. AEW, again, is open to the fact that they may not do blood and guts next week. WWE, on the other hand, is absolutely adamant that they will do WrestleMania. And not only will we do it one day, we'll do it for two days. Now, is this the great time to do the template for potentially a two day WrestleMania going forward? Perhaps. There's probably less to lose with that. But the other side of it is we're doing two events instead of one. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Perhaps you guys can convince me to like this WrestleMania situation. And let me be clear. If it were a two-day trial under other circumstances, I have no problem with it. We've been advocating for it. But a two-day situation with what we have going on in our country, I don't think is wise or prudent. And I'm just very nervous that something could happen. Here's what I'm, and I know I got to go, but I'll say this. Look for, I'm still not 100% that WrestleMania will happen. And let me give you my thoughts on it. Because remember, the NBA was making the suggestion that we play uh, in front of an empty arena. And all of that was well and good and ready to start until one player contracted the coronavirus. As of right now, we have musicians, we have artists, we have entertainers, we have members of the government, we have members of the House of Representatives who have all announced that they have experienced and are diagnosed with the coronavirus. 
it's not going to take long before this potentially hits the world of pro wrestling. And my concern is it is very possible between now and WrestleMania that someone in WWE could contract it. I'm not speaking that. I'm not wishing that. I don't want anybody to catch it. But mark my words, should that happen between now and WrestleMania, WrestleMania should not happen. Well, it shouldn't happen anyway, but it should not happen. And if it comes out that it happened with someone having contracted Corona involved in WWE, it's not going to be pretty, folks. So I want to know, perhaps your thoughts on WrestleMania are different than mine. I want to hear it on our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. Let me know. Uh, let us know. We'd love to know. Uh, what do you think of AEW versus NXT last night? If you share different thoughts than I do or you share the same thoughts, let us know as well at The Faction Show. We'll give you ratings information and a bit more tomorrow on our quick hits. But until then, it's your man GB representing for my good brothers, Courtney and Clack. And we call this The Faction. I need my people. Here we go.